。啊，是。我、啊、怎么样？啊Introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, and where you do it at.、Um, I'm Tim. Build stuff <laughs> and do do some cool shit every now and then. And、uh, I got a shop here in San Bernardino, building stuff, race club fabrication. I don't know what. Awkward. Wow.、Uh, what do you guys do at a race club? What kind of what kind of fab do you, do you guys do?、Uh, all sorts of different stuff.、Uh, try to just do like chassis fabrication, like parts and manufacturing type stuff.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun.、Uh, like right now, got like a pre runner, a drift car, a road racing car, and then my、uh, piece of crap seventy seven. Need some loving. That's when you posted today. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really want it. Someone offered me、uh, S13, and I'm like, "Yeah, I kind of want to mess with that in general." An S, an S13. Yeah. 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 I love those. Those are my favorite drift car ever. The 13 coupe. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I need to find a、uh, front cross member though. Aren't those like a dime a dozen, or are parts harder to get now?、Oh, I don't, I don't really care. I'll get something from like Street Action. I know they make one, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't care about. I don't know if they make one, but yeah, I think they do. I remember seeing something. It looks super rad too. I'm surprised you don't buy your own, considering, or buy your own, make your own. It sounds like a lot more work. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's true.、Uh, I don't have time for my stuff. I don't have time. Doesn't work that way. Blame you. Gotta build other stuff. You, you mostly、uh, kind of little of this, little of that. Like, I just like cars in general. Gotcha, gotcha. So had some、uh, classics in here.、Um, did a. Oh, I don't remember. I think it was a seventy C ten. Notched the frame, kind of converted it over rear coilovers. Just kind of got it so it would handle a lot better. Thing was like a boat four. Oh, was it? Yeah,、uh, it was. It was pretty sketchy. I had to drive it from、uh, over by Irvine somewhere over there.、Mm. Yeah. It was, it was sketchy. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, that thing. Dude, my、uh, Grand Cherokee、one. was great. Huh? My Grand Cherokee was great. Oh, was it? Yeah, dude, I never had a problem with it. Yeah, it was a、uh, mine was always a mess. Always, <laughs> never failed. That's only if you ignore the overheating, right? Uh, I fixed that, and I never had a problem with it, so it didn't bother me. Aluminum、uh, radiators were like dirt cheap. From I think it was like DNA motoring. Oh hell yeah, yeah, it worked. 
stock fans never had a problem never got hot uh, uh, I was like the old trusty 4.0 inline 6 yeah <laughs> I fucking love that motor I always wanted a turbo one. Oh, dude that sounds fun I keep trying to like kind of shitbag someone into trying it in a drift car because if I you just like so bad. they're cheap and yeah, four O's are they yeah the engines are super cheap dude and if you build them up a little bit you can get like super ridiculous amounts of torque maybe not mm-hmm. so great on the horsepower Mm-mm. like that's great for driving a gear ratio I built a 4.6 stroker out of mine. That was mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah? All right, there, brother. Yep, and then I traded that whole Jeep for a Silverado that I got fucking... That truck I showed you. Yeah. Where I got rear-ended. Yeah. I traded for that because I needed a truck to tow. A uh, race car because I was towing with that Jeep first. Priorities. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, then I got plowed into... And uh, now I'm in this the new Silverado, the newer one. Um, what do you what do you do at Hot Pit? I know you have like a heavy involvement there. Uh, I do whatever whatever they need me to. But <laughs> okay, the the first season I ended up doing um, the tech inspection and. Like the starting line. And then kind of starting this year, the starting line, and then kind of transitioned out of that so that I can help like keep the the grid stacked and like ready to go. And then have the ability to go like handle five minute calls. Cause like doing the tech stuff, how do you handle five minute calls? So it's been a, a progression. But yeah, pretty much whatever needs done. Just trying to help. What are you looking for like during your tech inspections? Like what passes tech at Hop Hit? Uh, like the main things like- I'm looking for are all of the safety requirements to be met. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, like my favorite part is I don't really care about what you do with suspension and all that stuff. We'll allow tube chassis cars. Like no one's Mm -hmm. done it yet, but like that's pretty much on a. If it doesn't look like a turd and it looks like it'll be safe for you and others, so we don't want Mm -hmm. it to be like ruining other people's cars. Yeah, like a brick wall. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Just if it becomes like a competition advantage, we'll just uh, put some extra weight on it, slow it down. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Just require it to be a certain yeah. weight. Yeah, we'll just uh, well the three hundred treadwear, and then we figure if you just weigh it down, it'll get harder and harder and harder. Until it's a level playing field. Gotcha. Uh, that the three hundred treadboard tire rule. Have you have you guys caught anybody like trying to yeah. break that rule? Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> of course. Did they get Did they get mad when they got caught? 
Oh, of course. Come on, man. I bet. The worst part is, is like, sometimes we're the ones that catch it. Other times people are diming each other out and you're just like, yeah. All right. Yeah, no, he was. Okay. You're right. Everyone's watching. That's funny. There's always somebody trying to get a, break the rule somehow, but I always, that's just racing. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the cool thing about Hot Pit is we're trying to open up the rules and pretty much the 300 treadwear is the great equalizer. The tire size and treadwear, you can only mm-hmm. do so much. And a lot of our layouts have been very small courses. Like Orange Show is mm-hmm. pretty small. Yeah, it's relatively small. What's that, like 50, 60 miles an hour? I don't know. Around I, the bank? I don't that. know. Enough to... Yeah, speed gun out there. Yeah, we do. We do. Oh, do you? Oh, shit. No, no, we should. We should get oh. one of those. That would be awesome to find out for at least entry. Yeah, just out of curiosity, because I wonder yeah. what they are going. I wonder, like, what John's entry speed is com- compared to somebody who has, like, more of a straight-line approach. Wheel speed or throttle yeah, speed? Just the overall speed, vehicle speed. Yeah, vehicle speed, because the wheel speeds, yeah. it's up there, fourth gear. Yeah, well, depending on, like, their final drive, I, I have to run it through the calculator, but I don't know if is it is it that high there? I don't know. You think they're running high wheel speed? Hmm. I'm I mean, curious. I w- not that many people have the uh, quick changes at Hot Pit. So it's kind of just whatever they've got that's the overall just... balance. True. At best, they've BMW got the long chains. Many options. Yeah, I, I think Casey said he has like a he's running like the 346 in his BMW. All right. Uh,. Yeah, there's not very many options. Yeah, some of them cross over for like BMW. Some of the SUV diffs cross over. Mm-hmm. There's there's some horse trading among chassis that can be done, but yep. You know the biggest problem with like the E46 diff outside of the M3 is they don't have a uh, six bolt retainer for those bearings. They just got a little spring clip in there. And the mm. output flanges are hollow. Like Those super hollow? hollow. Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Okay. Is that where they're breaking a lot? Yeah, I think so. Oh, uh, the, that for me. the set that I use for uh, welding diffs, it's already got like twist marks in it. Mm. So it's just perfect to set the carrier where it needs to be. Gotcha. Uh, do you get you guys get like a lot of those? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I was always curious because I remember there was a time when I didn't know where to get that stuff done, and I didn't like own a welder at the time. So well, for a lot of the BMW stuff, like it's really hard to find something like a spool that like you can get for other diffs. So. Yeah. Kind of just what you got. 
You just got to yeah. weld it up. It's best you got if you're going to have that diff. Yeah, that's what I have right now, uh, at least. I bought, actually, the 8.8 kit, like the swap mm-hmm. kit. Oh, yeah. And then I happened to find two spools on Amazon as returns for 50 bucks a piece. Hell, yeah. So, yeah. So, I have a set of 410s, but I need to buy two diffs, and I also want to get a set of, like, 456 gears. Oh, dude, let me know. But I, I can get uh, 8.8s, and uh, I had a buddy of mine make me some uh, aluminum mounts for him. Nice. Um, the, uh, the only thing I think I'm missing is, like, axles. That's where it gets, like, real expensive, so... Yeah. I'm going to piece those together for now and see how long these axles and diff last. Um, we should be able to find this stuff and like make them yeah. for a pretty decent price. Yeah, we'll see. Because I, I, I have the 391 right now, but I don't know with my gear ratio in the trans. Uh, it's not the best. Mm, that'll be all right. So it could be a little bit better. It'll be all right. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna like this car, I think, a lot more in comparison to the Cadillac. We we're talking about it. Probably. Okay. Probably. I sure should hope so. Um, because I'm starting all over again like an asshole. Uh, but whatever. Eight hey, at a hot pit. What's uh, what's some of the things you've like the dumbest things you've seen that try to get past tech? Especially for like safety concerns. Uh, the the worst things are just like people forgetting their gloves when they're going on track, or like they oh, rush out right. there and they like are strapping up their helmet at the line, and I'm like, like you're supposed to be ready, but that was like in like, the that. first season. But no, I was talking about like someone who self tappered their seatbelt to the floor or something. Uh, usually, it's not too bad. Like. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a I lot know. of, like, a lot of cars that have went through, like, the Drift League stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, pretty easy, pretty familiar with some of those guys just hanging out gotcha. with them and stuff, you know? Oh, that's right. Uh, Margarites, John, yeah. a couple of the drivers. That's a good point. I forgot about them. Well, I didn't forget about them, but I forgot they uh, that Drift League was a thing. Yeah. They all seem to come and go. The the worst Hopefully. one for like direct safety for your body is just seeing like uh the harnesses wrapped around the bar the wrong way. It's like hey. Switch that uh, around. How? Like uh, under and not over? Yeah. You have to go that way. It has to be over, right? Yeah. Kinda like the toilet paper like the toilet paper? Is it under or over? I don't care about the toilet paper, but yeah, exactly. It's got to go over the top. That way it's exactly. not like going underneath the tube. Uh, question, does that matter? Like, Because I know like it has to be at a certain angle, right? Um, if they're using that to get the proper angle, is that uh pass yeah. or no? They're usually pretty good, but like I want it to be here to here, like 0 mm-hmm. to 12-ish. Yeah. But for the most part, all of these cars are super legit. Like, 
pretty pretty rad cars that come out. Uh, a lot of FD cars come out, and like their cars, like Kyle's was like custom built, a little Miata custom built to fit him. Yeah, a lot of these things are just super well built. These guys take their safety seriously. I really appreciate that as well. It makes my job a little bit easier oh, going over them, for sure. Bitching about the drift leak started. People were kind of complaining that we had to get a Hans and shit like that. Uh, now it seems to be a little bit more widely accepted. It's it's um, one of those things that... So, like, for Hot Pit, as an example, we require at least, like, a neck roll. And there's, like, okay. maybe a couple guys that'll do that. But for the most part, everyone takes it seriously, and they've got the proper Hans. Like, mm. it's... The, it's a direct result of everyone's make sure that the car is legit in the first place. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like a side effect of that. It really it really makes that part a lot easier that those cars yeah. are built to that level because I wouldn't want to see anyone get hurt with some of the stuff that we've got going on. Some of those runs are gnarly. Yeah, some and very close. Yes. Uh because of where your where the starting line is at, have you ever had to like jump off of track for somebody uh, like going offline or something? Not really. I uh-huh. when I was working the starting line, I would try to do my best to just, especially during comp, to at least sit on the wall so that if anything happened, they were coming toward me, I would know way ahead of time. I could just mm-hmm. at least like roll down the hill yeah but it's also a pretty long bank for them to get back up to the starting line but there's been a couple that i was like "Ooh, hey hi hi that was that was kind of fun yeah because i was thinking of like the way they had the layout for rounds like two and three um the way it kind of shot you back over towards where you were going like if somebody straightened out yeah. For whatever reason, I was like, damn. That was, that was definitely a thought that crossed my mind. Just like, mm, <laughs> I better make sure to get off the track. Yeah. That's I don't want to get hit. Was, I was just. No, it's super rad. Like, I've been friends with Rob for a cool minute. Like, mm-hmm. doing the uh, tech stuff to just help him out at his events. And it just, like, got me into this. I met. Jeff in 2020 at some point, RJ at some point, like they're all super rad people. And like all of our track staff are super rad. Like it's awesome. Like the head to toe hot pits, a fun thing to do. It's a lot of work, but it's definitely rewarding. Like helping put on, Something like that. Yeah. Do you guys have to get there like crazy earlier before like all the drivers show up or do you guys pretty much all show up together? Uh, we try to get a little time? lead time so that we can set up everything. But like Friday practice, we're not going hot till in the afternoon. We get there in the morning mm-hmm. and set up. And then stays up for the weekend. We got to tear it all down right after the event. That's the worst part. 
Oh, really? Is it like as soon as the event's over? Yeah, soon going back the next day to... Yeah, maybe a little bit. For, especially for like Rob and Jeff would do stuff like that and RJ they would go handle whatever other little stuff would happen on like Sundays mm-hmm. but yeah Saturday night tear it down everything so, you guys put up so hard to find motivation for stuff like that after standing in the when sun it's over. and going through all of that you're just like no What's a for someone who's doing like a the you know your tech all the way through the weekend? Like, how many hours are you guys there? Are you just you yourself? Uh, Sometimes it's been like nine a.m. to midnight Friday, and like kind of the same thing the next day. Fuck. Yeah, that's a long day. Yeah. Um, and and like working the starting line when it's super hot, it, it probably takes a toll on you. Sometimes you uh, wear a bunch of sunscreen. Actually, no, I don't. Really? I don't. I don't wear sunscreen. Is that her raw dog in life? Yeah. Dude, I got burned in Vegas. It was bad. Dude, if I'm if I'm gonna get skin cancer, I want it from the sun, not from the sunscreen <laughs> pick your poison got it i'd rather have it from the source if i'm gonna be going through that but yeah uh, i can imagine working out in the sun and then you're just standing in the same spot on the black asphalt where it just fucking gets hotter and hotter oh dude some of the uh, like summertime events you feel the uh asphalt cooking your feet destroys your feet dude it's terrible. And it's not even just standing because we have to frame out the layout with cones. Mm-hmm. And we try to use as few as possible. But these guys, yeah. they love hitting them. Yeah. So we got to run out and go grab them. So when I was doing the starting line or even still, like if the cone needs grabbed, Johnny will hold him up at the line. I'll run out and go grab the cone. I don't care. It needs to happen. Gotcha. Yeah, that's true. The, uh, the standing, that would that would be considered the worst part, but you're still moving around so much doing the starting line. Yeah, I can imagine. Because it's hot all day, and you have to be there anytime cars are on grid, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't even, like, um, swing shift that with anybody? You do it the entire day? Um, yeah, typically we just uh, Iron Man it. And then if... Fuck. That's, that's how I was doing it. That's how Rob did it at the first one. Mm-hmm. And just try to do your best. And now we've had uh, Caleb and Johnny do it. And then okay. I've done it. So now we can... We can kind of say, hey, man, I really need to pee. Nice. Take over real quick. But on comp day, we want to try to have the same person doing the same job so that they're focused on the one task. And that task is a lot. Because you got the radio constantly. 
everything mm-hmm. going on. It's hectic. Gotcha. I assume you guys are like on your own channel, just as like just the operations of yeah. the drift event. Going yeah, there's like day. the track staff channel, and then there's operations channel, where all mm-hmm. of the background stuff happens. Every Do you now have like a big headset, kind of like these headphones, or no? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you do? You want like a little or... FBI fucking earpiece? No. No, honestly, it, <laughs> it was a request, dude, because some of these cars are super loud. Uh-huh. Like uh, Elliot and Alex's cars. Dude, they were like deafening loud and not have a full headset on. Like the full oh, rate really? radios. Dude. Yeah. So loud. Like those were the noise canceling. They at least like squeeze your head hard enough. You end up with a headache. So you know you don't blow your eardrums. But dude, it's night and day difference. Because like the the early rounds, we didn't have those. Mm -hmm. And like, dude, that really is miserable. It was. Very hard to communicate in general because you got a whole hot oh, okay. pit of cars that are on doing whatever they're doing, and then you've got the starting line like impossible to talk, like going like this. What <laughs> say yeah, that again? Annoying. Okay, yeah, that's annoying. Uh, yeah. good to know. I'm gonna buy three headsets now, yeah, dude. That's that's like the biggest thing is the communication. Even uh, like with Jeff out uh, at FD, like that's like the the biggest thing when we're doing all of the stuff is being able to talk to each other. So yeah, that we does he have like headsets for the whole team, or you guys all have a radio? Yeah, we all have headsets and radios, so there's full communication. If oh, something okay. happens out there, he can say, all right, so I dirt dropped, car's driving fine, or, oh, I think I bent some stuff. The bumper is flapping. Mm-hmm. That that makes sense. Okay. This way everyone kind of is on the same page. Yeah. I judged that drift event I told you about. This oh, yeah. Weekend. How'd that go? Uh, th- there was a problem with communication. There's a problem with I mean, we made it. Yeah, yeah, we made it work, and but there definitely could have been. Um, everybody had a radio to like uh, operate the um, the event a little bit more smoothly. It, it always uh, kind of cool. It always kind of breeds a little bit of frustration, not being able to communicate effectively. Yeah, they just had some piss poor radios. Yeah. Um, so I would be able to hear the guy sometimes at the start line. And then sometimes I wouldn't be able to hear him at all. And then I don't know whose radio it was, but they had like their buttons stuck on. I, oh, yeah. I was like blaming some old man. He's like, I'm not pushing the button. I was like, well, somebody's radio is broken. That happens. Uh, that happens. Well, even at like uh, Orange Show, um, those concrete bleachers radio signals all over the place. Dead. 
even with like some decent radios, go to the other side and no, you'd have oh, to like really? rig the whole place up with antennas to like eliminate all issues. Shit, man. That's did you guys have any problems like that at like communication issues like that at FD with any of those tracks? Yeah, absolutely. Is that your ringtone? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was somebody yelling at you. Uh, no, it's, uh, uh, which which tracks had those issues like for the radio? Uh, Utah. Problems? Utah. Utah. Yeah. Uh, is it because of how big it is? Yeah. And the end of the track, Jeff's so far away that we're kind of doing like a leapfrog communication with the spotter Matt. Mm. So Matt can talk to gotcha. Jeff, but when we're trying to say anything, nothing. He's just too far Jeff away can't from hear us. You. He's even got a uh, little antenna sense. on the car. Oh shit! Okay. Mm. Wow. Good to know. Yeah, dude. That's it's... right. We didn't even talk about that. You, you, uh, you forgot to mention that you. What What is your role on Jeff Jones's uh, FD team? Uh general wrenching and obviously if some stuff needs like metalworking stuff like welded a subframe that had cracked uh-huh. yeah. little little stuff like that welding cracks and bash bars all sorts of little stuff just again this is mostly like what, at the track right yeah whatever needs done uh we do the alignment mm-hmm like it's it's a pretty pretty sweet team overall like working with uh Chris and Caleb it's it's always pretty good it's pretty surprising what the the three of us can do it's fun gotcha i don't think i met Caleb did i, I know I, I think i met chris i think you've met Last caleb I, I think Maybe. you i'm not a good name guy what can you do um He's a good kid. Is this like your? Is this your first year uh, doing FD with Jeff, or have you guys have you done? Did you do last year? Or? I've I've never been on like a FD team at all. Um, oh okay. Yeah, like it's a it's a whole new experience. Super rad. You just there for the good vibes. Good vibes, and uh, I want to want to help my boy win. Like Jeff's yeah. a rad driver, and if I can help him win, let's freaking go, dude. That's dope. Like, um, and, and it's are you doing it next year? Are you doing it again next year? I think so. I think so. If if he'll have me, and I can uh, make it work again, because man, it's a uh, it's a huge commitment on time. I didn't realize yeah, that, that at first. That's for sure. Until I like fully wrote it all out on the calendar in the office. Mm-hmm. After I stood back and looked at it, I was like, "That's actually a lot." Wow. How many days is it? Days? Oh, I'd have to count. But we fly out different uh, days. But it pretty much takes up a week aside from like Monday or Tuesday. Each, each event. Mm-hmm. So that's almost <laughs> two months of your time. 
Yeah. Pretty much. Minimum six weeks. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of varies. Sometimes we go out on like Wednesday night. So mm-hmm. little, little variations on the timing. I don't know how people do it. It's definitely uh, something that you have to figure out how to make it all work. That's for sure. Yeah. And have a full-time job. Yeah. Jesus. Like Uh, I personally have never really worked anywhere that would allow something like that. Like in May, I was gone Uh, two weeks. Oh, Oh shit. It was two weeks. Yeah. And then we also had a hot pit the first week in May. So those are two days. (laughs) Just all, all the events, they all add up. Man, you got to be pretty busy then. So between like work, hot pit, and FD. Um, and you run your own shop, right? So it's like yeah. everything is through you. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of work. Oh, I haven't quite gotten to the point where I have anyone in here helping yet. Just kind of iron manning everything. Yeah, but even managing that is kind of hard. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Like I found the other day, I had a whole bunch of stuff to update for the website. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. Just one more thing. Yeah. Um, if they say if you want to get anything done, ask a busy person. Not someone with too much time on their hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's get into our first SEMA. SEMA. Well, yeah, both yours and mine. Yeah, that was right. Uh, yeah, that place is crazy. That I did not know. I was watching some videos about it, and there's some, like, I guess SEMA used to be different. At some point, um, obviously my first year, I have yeah. no idea. But yeah. Maybe, like, complaining about how it used to be or complaining that it isn't how it used to be, rather. Um, yeah, it's it's got a, a pretty long history. And, like, it used to be, like, a super, like, it was a huge thing to even be able to take a car there. Like, not that it isn't mm-hmm. huge. Like, dude, it's totally huge. Like, it's still a major thing, but yeah, that's you know, how like nostalgia works. Nothing's better it's than a, a '57 Bel Air, right? Yeah, uh, it seems to be like a little bit more um, accessible now too. I think so. Because I, so. I was able to get them. They were just like, "Yeah, you have a, you're an idiot with the podcast. Yeah, you can come." <laughs> I swear to God, that was it. Oh yeah, you had the uh, <clears throat> you had the uh, green bath. That's yeah. green, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's. I think that's like a just a side effect of the overall amount that people communicate now, social media in general, yeah, like the market and industries changing evolving yeah i i think my badge said like where is it it says uh host uh on-air personality 
on our personality. That's what I was like, that's that's a bit extreme. I wouldn't say all that. Right. That's super rad. Mine says I, it was a free uh, take it in. Builder, fabricator, and I don't really know what it means, but converter. I should say builder, fabricator, sick ass fool. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't I don't know what converter means. A sick ass fool would be dope. <laughs> you should have tried to you should try to get it in there next year. I think I'm gonna try to get something like a subliminal message in mind next year to see if I can get away with it. I don't know, man. It was uh it's pretty strict in its own way, though, because I took uh, my wife, Brittany, with me. Mm-hmm. And to get her pass, I had to prove that we were married. She ended up with a, a spouse badge, and I had to send them a, a picture of our marriage license. Super. Oh, crazy. they were like, I want proof. Yeah. It's like, uh, we're married, but. Alright, here you go, yeah, I guess. They're like, prove it. Prove it, asshole. Uh, that's crazy. What was what made you go this year? Because I know you said you hadn't gone in the past. Um, I, I kind of always wanted to go. But, like, I've had, like, opportunities in the past, like, come up, but didn't go through. And then after a certain uh-huh. point, I was just like, kind of just determined that I wasn't going to go until I could go under like my own thing. But yeah, when it finally had a name in the idea, I was like, I want it to say race club on the badge. Mm -hmm. I'm not going. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. So it was like the first year that that was like a decent option. And with uh, Oscar, who was here earlier, uh, we've been making some parts for them and like some like super prototype stuff that we're going to be working on. And Mm -hmm. they took four uh, dots and Z's with various different stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to see that in person, kind of support the homies. And just see what it was about. That and the yeah. uh, the hot pit party. I had oh, shit. I had I some serious like missing out feelings last year. I was like, damn, they had a party. I would have loved yeah. to have for that. Yep, this year we didn't miss shit. No, fucking all the I good stuff. Posted... Yeah, that was a crazy party actually. Uh. Good thing I didn't get drunk. Yeah. So I didn't hate myself. Uh, did that the night before. You just had a, did you... a few margaritas. Yeah. What day yeah. did you guys get in? Uh, we drove out uh, Wednesday morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. After. And then we ended up just doing SEMA Wednesday and then Thursday then we ended up taking off Friday morning. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. I ended up hanging out with RJ on Friday. Oh, hell yeah. After yeah. after a certain uh, point, I was just not going to lie. I just missed my kids. I was like, I want to go. I'm tired of walking. That's fair. 
I know. I just got mine back today. <laughs> well, the way I, our schedule set up. I took the Evo out there too, so I was still thinking like I gotta gotta press the clutch all the way back home. But like, do I really want to walk for an entire extra day? Yeah, it's a lot of walking. I didn't think it was gonna be that much walking. Dude, we spent uh, something around like two hours in that one hall. The Just tool hall, huh? The tool hall. Yeah, we did. Spent uh, ten bucks each on a cool little punch. Oh shit! Uh, by the way, I went back the next day. Yeah. With RJ. Yeah. Remember that little seatbelt thing they had? That little belt clip. Which one? Um, it was a little belt buckle clip. It was like a keychain situation. It was red. Oh, Only some of. The the yeah. thing for the pole. Yeah. Correct. Like a little gave flag me one. Tag. Oh yeah? Yeah, Ooh. and he gave me um another one of these center punches. What? So thank you, Spring Tools. Yeah. Well I took RJ there and you know how RJ likes to talk everybody up. Yeah. Uh he's like, Look, he sold like five of these things for you. It wasn't even me, I think it was uh Chris. <laughs> yeah. No, Chris Chris told me Chris is the risen. Yeah. And uh, it was Wednesday night after SEMA. Mm-hmm. We went back to the Airbnb and he showed me that thing and he like tested it on the concrete cinder block and like put a hole in it. And I was like, I want it. He's like, it was 10 bucks. Yeah. I was like, done. I was on a mission. Yeah. I, I, know, I got that, that auto centering one. I don't think I got the big one. I should have got the bigger one. I kind of, I kind of want the uh, the red tag. I might put one of like our light tag things on it, just to make it easier to find. Yeah, uh, is this is gonna go in like my punch little drawer that I have, so it's not gonna be easy to find because there's like a million in there. I I try to put things in like groupings, like all my measurement tools are in the same drawers mm-hmm. like layout tools stuff like that and like all the wrenches and stuff go in like separate Klein bags uh, you use bags? yeah not like a traditional toolbox? no I have toolboxes for sure oh I thought you meant like just the Klein bags I was just picturing like a uh, a handbag yeah like the the canvas bags with the zipper put like mm-hmm. all of my metric wrenches in there because like doing this stuff around the shop like i don't feel like walking back and forth so oh, just grab okay. the whole bag and you're never wrong if That's... you grab all of them yeah i have like a little tool cart that i throw around so i do end up having to walk back and forth to the main toolbox but at the time the fucking... yeah it is and then the, secret uh, the tool cart the tool cart becomes the fucking new toolbox for like a month until I get tired of it, and then I clean everything up and put it away again. That's like the uh, the flat surface effect, dude. Yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah. Flat there's a flat we'll surface. Collect stuff. Yes, uh, my kitchen counters are notorious it? for it. Done. Yeah, it's the worst. My workbench in my garage is like that too. Oh, yeah. It'll it stays clean for like a week max, 
but then nothing's on there so i'll throw like the wd-40 on there and then i'll leave it in the corner and then like my drill will end up on there and i'll leave that off to the side and then i'll get in the middle of taking something apart now that's on there and then push off to the side because i never finished it it's a yeah mess. it's a hundred percent it's a thing dude that's why like fridays yeah. i try to do my best to take extra long cleaning mm-hmm. and you just like grab something like i've got this allen wrench right here at the desk and you just take that mm-hmm. where it needs to be then look around find something else that's not where it's supposed to be and just gather and group and it'll all get clean are you one of those people that like uh cleans as you go or do you like get tired of your mess and then clean it up in a garage I try to keep it super clean because I get pretty frustrated when I can't just find exactly what I'm after. Mm-hmm. But when sense. you're thrashing, you end up with this like working mess where you know where the thing is. Yeah. But then you got to hit this like massive reset after. Mm-hmm. Like crazy projects, like you just have stuff everywhere. Yeah, same. I think every time I do something in the garage, uh, it starts with me cleaning the garage. Uh, and then I get into a project and then there's, and I'll work until I'm like, fuck, I got to go to bed. No. So it'll be like 10 o'clock and I'm like, I'm not cleaning up. I'll deal with it later. So I, you know, you take a shower and go to bed and that's it. A hundred percent. I've, I've been there. I've been working on like a, a roll cage and I was just determined to finish it like tonight because the deadline's like day after tomorrow. So I can like get some sleep and then take one more look at this thing and make sure that everything's super legit. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've gone way too hard sometimes. And you're just like, I'm just going to leave this mess. I'll deal with that tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, going back to your fabrication stuff, do you specialize in anything in particular when it comes to like fab stuff? Not particularly, just like metal in general. Um, I've okay. done done a bunch of different stuff. Uh, even like some fiberglass stuff and some really strange things. When I worked at this company, building stuff for like Universal and Disney. Hmm. Like, we built some really off-the-wall stuff, like um, the Halloween costume for Tomater. Okay. Yeah, like, vaguely we made that thing. It's like... What was he? He's a vampire. Okay, I do remember that now. Yeah, and it's, like, super weird. Just came into work one day and just saw, like, the Tomater vehicle in the prep shop. I'm like going on with that thing oh you gotta put the costume on what's that mean <laughs> yeah i would have i would have said the same thing what does that even mean yeah it's just uh, a just a bunch of different stuff like that place uh, was uh, a major learning experience like there was a yeah. lot of free reign to accomplish things like Mm. How are you going to make this? I don't know. I'll, um, I'll do it this this way. 
and just do your best. Just needed to be that place was super forgiving on the the tolerances, is what it was. So if you could get it within thousands, you were like nailing it. They were more like is that something that there. doesn't always happen? Uh, is that something that doesn't necessarily always yeah. For like automotive stuff, especially like you want to be precise with these things. Mm-hmm. You're you're making a machine that's built to accomplish a goal. A lot of that stuff was just like scenic stuff. That was mm. the boring thing about it. It just needed it wasn't to necessarily functional. Yeah, like we built like just needed to achieve an aesthetic. Gotcha. Uh, that was like one of the main sorry. motivations to move on. From Wait, that how long? Time. How long have you been on your own now? Uh, as far as the shop. Yeah. Uh, two years now. Just re-signed the, uh, the lease for this after uh, working at a buddy's shop building Harley pipes for a year. And he kind of let me uh, start building bash bars. Just something that I could do on the side that didn't take up too much space. Mm-hmm. And before that, I was just like doing stuff in my dad's garage, trying to make ends meet, you know? Yeah. And now you get the the full fab shop going? Yeah. But it took when a, did you finally decide to pull the trigger on that? Uh, going on your own? I got laid off in 2020 and just didn't really have like connections to get a job that easily. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. went down. I was just doing uh, side work, and, and I was like, "Hey, like this, this can work." Like, and then started like taking like nighttime classes on the computer, teaching myself a whole bunch about like the business aspect, um, CAD mm-hmm. programs, all sorts of different stuff, and just like dove in. Oh, really? Okay. And, I really want to like do all of this stuff right if I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, that's actually uh, motivating, to say the least. I've been wanting to go off on my own for a while now, and kind of halfway in, halfway out right now. Uh, we t- we talked about it in Vegas. I think you got it, dude. I think yeah, you I think just so uh, believe in yourself. Yeah, someday. Um, would you say that uh, kind of like going off on your own has kind of like allowed you to do the things you're doing now? Like being able to take essentially six weeks off to go do FD. Absolutely. Um, two weeks off to go work hot pit and all your it's, bills are paid. Family's fed. Yeah. It's, it's you're doing something you love the only way that any of that would be happening. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to do it. It sounds like a good idea, but damn, dude. Now I got, not that I don't have enough to do already. It's it's a um, great idea. It's just, uh, it's a huge undertaking. Like, oh, that's what I imagine. It's, it's super rewarding, especially when, mm-hmm. like, you have this, like, random person from Instagram 
from like the East Coast and I had never even been over there, like hitting you up and saying like, hey, we love what's going on. Like, I want to, you know, I want a bash bar or like I've sent a bash bar to Rhode Island. That was like, nice. what? Rhode Island. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have expected that. And it's like the little things like that, that kind of remind you like, okay, I'm, I'm doing something, doing something. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't know if I'd want to deal with racing too much though. It's I feel like it's still my hobby right now. Yeah. Even though it consumes me. I think it it's definitely different when it uh is what you do for a living. Like you have to really, really just want to be doing this kind of work. Otherwise, like it's it's hard. You get cuts, you get burns. Sometimes you get the acetone in the cuts. You get these little metal slivers. I had metal in my eyes. Nice. Like it's all part of the game. Yeah. It's just you what... wear safety glasses, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, hundred oh, percent. Accidents it, do happen. Yeah. I've had it bounce like off my chest, up into my eye. Underneath the safety glasses, lifted my glasses what and messed up. Off your chest. A piece of metal. What, what bounced off your chest? A piece oh, of Oh, shit. Yeah. I thought you were going to say something else. No, I, I thought like, you were going to say like a cutoff wheel no, from a. No, nothing that bad. The worst is like grinding a hole in my thumb right here one time. That one was really. That one was something. Was that 24 grit? <laughs> Every car, I've, every car I've built has left me some sort of scar, whether it be on my hand or one of my arms, wherever the scar might be. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what these next vehicles are gonna fucking bring. It's it's uh, maybe I'm just a little crazy, like with the skateboarding stuff. Growing up, mm-hmm. you like kind of just learn to accept that if you're gonna do it. You're going to pay in blood to a certain degree. Absolutely. I remember when I was like skating as a kid, there was like a golf ball size lump on my elbow trying Mm -hmm. to land like the seven stairs. You just got to embrace it and like, you know, pinch a little bit extra out and like draw a little cross and like bless the project and say, okay, now it, now it can be okay. Uh, Are you going back to SEMA next year? I want to for sure. That was uh, that was an experience and a half. Like I expected it to be a lot, but it was still more. Exactly. That's a that's the best way to describe that. I expected it to be a lot, and it was way more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, like all the way down to like the Tesla tunnels. I hadn't been to Vegas and seen that at all. That was something else. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did you go in that? Did you go in one or? Oh yeah, yeah. I was. I guess. I was pretty stuck, but we were going like forty, and I was like, "Man, this looks really fun to like smash mm-hmm. through." But with it being that small, it could be so catastrophic. I even For some know reason, I thought happened. it was. It was on autopilot. I didn't know they were driving. 
Dude, they were they were driving. They were they smashing were in that fucking little tunnel. Dude, forty in that little tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and I'd never I think I've only been in like one Tesla one time at night, so I couldn't even see anything that was going on, but they're so boring inside. I I'm not a huge fan of the uh button to get out. Like I like a good old fashioned door handle. Of some sort. The button yeah, was something weird. mechanical. I'd never experienced yeah, that. I... That was definitely new. I think vets have that. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. have a they have a manual one as well, but if I'm not mistaken, vets have the electric door handle. Forgot about those. It just seems boring guy, that so. that was the only option, I guess. I don't know. It struck me as odd. Yeah, I didn't love it either. Uh, then again, everything I drive is fucking old. I mean, the newest car I do own is a drift car, and it's the only reason I own it is because it was a thousand dollars. Fair enough. Uh, the newest one I've got is the uh, the Eva. It's a twenty ten. It's still, it's still kind of on that uh, edge of still being kind of a, a more dumb car. I'm going to get some water real quick. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, uh, what made you get the Evo? Um, I thought it'd be really cool to, uh, have national landscapes with my wife. Mm-hmm. And it was also a compromise because I totally wanted this, uh, 2017 white Mustang. This thing looks awesome. You wanted a white Mustang? Yeah, I did. I really liked that car. Out of all the test drives. the version, the S550? Uh, I don't know the chassis codes that well for the Mustangs. Is it the same one that Alex so. and Elliot yeah. drive? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. That was by far, like, out of the box. Those things are wild. I saw the missus said no because you know you guys got two kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She said that I needed uh, the the rear doors. So the compromise that's, was that's uh, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, or you could have bought a CTS. Uh, I, don't I know they're not for you. I know you don't like America. Sorry. No, I do. I really like a, a lot more American cars than anything else. But those are all like classics. Yeah, same. I'm in the same boat. Uh, I like some of the new stuff. Just definitely not the GTO. I can't see your face, man. Can you uh, up your camera? Up. Yeah. Right there? There you go. Perfect. How about her? Okay. Yep. Thank you. What's the... Uh... What's your plan for next year? Oh, wait, no, no, no. Actually, the, you drift, don't you? I, we didn't even get into that. I have. I have. You I mean, have? Yes. But you're uh, so and, heavily involved in the drift community. How do you not drift? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of a lot more interested personally in, like, time attack type stuff. So, like, I've taken the Evo out on ABS. Mm-hmm. When there's good little breaks 
at nighttime events or whatever mm-hmm. and just ran it around the track. And that's just so fun to me. Okay. Just pushing a car like as fast as you can get it around mm-hmm. without it getting out of control. But like in 2020, me and uh, my buddy Tim built this uh, convertible BMW and the whole goal was for the two of us to learn how to drive a drift car. And that we did. And that poor car suffered as a result. What happened to it? Is that, I think that, I think I know what Tim you're talking about. Uh, it, it got smashed up. It went through a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, a good buddy of mine, Eric, has it now, and he wants to do something with it at some point. The the uh, motor, right? Uh, no, different Eric. Okay. Uh, yeah. The motor. What about the motor in it? Uh, that got sold to someone that I think it's still out turning laps. That was something that, like, me and Tim rebuilt, like, the timing and oil pump and all sorts of stuff in 2020, Mm -hmm. and it's still kicking. It's crazy. So who broke the car, you or Tim? Uh, Tim or Tim? Tim did it. Tim broke it. Tim's always at fault. (laughs) Is he building another car right now, too? Or three? Uh, yeah, he's got, uh, well, I don't know what he's got hanging out at the house, but I know he just picked up a, uh, 350Z. Yeah. And then he's he got, also... uh, a 95 E36 coupe that he wants to build as the, uh, competition car. Yeah, he was at that competition I was at, uh, this past weekend. He was the other judge, one of the other judges. Nice. And then, uh, you know, Michael with the black Z, he does the live stream stuff. What? For Hop It. I'm breaking up. Do you, do you know Michael? Michael? Yeah, the one that, the guy that does the the live stream stuff for Hop yeah. It. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was the, Michael. yeah, he was the, he was the other judge. Oh, sick. Yeah. Actually, he and I went to go eat after, uh, that event. Because we found out we live like down the street from each other. Oh, nice. So we hit Gen Barbecue. And I fucking hated myself by the time we left. I ate as much, if not more, than we did when we went to sushi in Vegas. I think, I think honestly, if they had continued to come to the table, we probably would have continued. I would have ate probably two more rolls. I was, I'm a fan. Yeah. Would I? It was I honestly later than I hated myself. myself. It was it was when we started walking that the self loathing started to kick in. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, it was, belly full it was of fucking miserable. Oh, we got to walk yeah. all the way over here to go get picked up. Oh, that that's one part. So you guys got in Wednesday. What'd you guys do Wednesday? Let's let's uh let's go over SEMA. We'll actually talk about all the, how fucking crowded it is. So, got up around 6.30, took the kids to school by 7.20, came home, loaded up the car, went straight to Vegas, made a couple stops for, like, food and bathroom, 
stretching the legs. Mm-hmm. But got to the Airbnb, kind of hung out with everyone. Uh, Jackson and his whole crew, they're full swing in a ping pong tournament. Nice. <laughs> they're going full bore. I got my ass kicked. <laughs> like, I don't remember. I don't remember his name, but dude, he he made me feel like I had no idea what I was doing at all. All I could achieve was to like get there and hit the ball, but there was no control over where it was going. It was just getting shot somewhere. <laughs> You're like, but I made contact. I made contact. Yeah. Seven times. Funny. Seven. Uh, did you even go to CMO on Wednesday? Yeah, we all packed up at a certain point. I think we were maybe there in like 20, 30 minutes, and we all packed up, went to SEMA, uh, caught the Ubers. I forgot my wallet in the car. That's right. Like, like a complete idiot. Still got to go and get our passes. So me and Brittany have to Uber back to the Airbnb by ourselves and then back to the same spot to go. We thought the the registration stuff was like in the one spot. Mm -hmm. As we were walking around, we were like, oh, we could have gone to like any one of these halls. They all have one, like just inside, like how you would get into the building. Mm -hmm. Like we didn't have to go to this one specific spot, but whatever. Yeah, I found that afterwards, too. I wonder if you can get your pass mailed to you in advance. Yeah, yeah 100%. That would be so much easier than going to that fucking line. Yeah, I I lagged out on it like a complete idiot, dude. Like, I knew at least by June that I was probably going to end up there and then still, like, just procrastinated on actually doing it until, like, I think it was, I think it was like the beginning of October. It's like, oh yeah, I should do that. Oh, you fucking waited last minute. Okay, so did I. Yeah. So, yeah. And then what? Hot pit party. Hot pit party uh, after we went to SEMA, and after that, other people they they continued to do stuff, but I was tired. Me and Bernie went and went to bed. Wake up, go there, and we went to that uh, bagel spot right there by, I think it's the Central Hall. Yep. I gotta go there next time. Dude. You brought, you know you brought up that bagel like four times throughout the day? Like you forgot you told me the story. You know why? Is because I was remembering that I had like a little bit left over of that bagel sandwich <laughs> in my backpack. Uh huh. But I wasn't like ready to eat it. And then after a certain point, I was like, I think I waited too long. I was scared to eat it. That's right. I remember it, that. It every time I was thinking about that sandwich, I was like, man, should have eaten that. Should have eaten more of it and just like hated myself a little. Yeah. That was funny. Uh- Get out of here. Who? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, my kids bother me. Oh no, you're good. That was rude. I was rude. Get out of here. No, you're good. I totally, I get it. I have no. to. Uh, 
No, he's looking for a dog. He's like, I only count three. There should be four here. Um, but I forgot I left one of my dogs in here with me because he's, he's the quiet. My my old fucking dog is quiet. He doesn't bother nobody. Um, yeah, the hot pit party. Let's get into that fucking T Pain. Dude. And hurt rap that. What is that song? Baby uh, got brap. Baby got brap. Yeah, dude, that yeah. was wild. The the way the entire room just like condensed with people that quickly was like whoa. Yeah. And then all the phones had to go up. Like, dude, that was wild. Yeah, it I don't know how we got to that. Probably point. close to what, like two hundred people there. If not more, I have no idea. I would have to ask uh, RJ or Chad. They wouldn't yeah, have an exact idea of how many people were there. Yeah, it was a good time, dude. It was crazy. I never thought I'd see T Pain perform, and Jared was killing it. That was uh, cool. seeing seeing these people outside. Of their being a professional drifter, yeah. you know, putting the face on for mm-hmm. FD and stuff like that. I think it was a, it was definitely a sight to see. Oh, and it was cool. Like you, you get to see like a like their actual personality, like seeing Vaughn with the beer in his hand. Yeah. Or Chuck. What did he? I don't know if they did. If they didn't, I can't, I couldn't. I don't I actually don't remember now that I think about it. But just being there and a part of the party. Dude, uh, just 100%. Like, uh, the bar we went to in Seattle, that was, like, that was wild. Like, literally, mm-hmm. like, only a few people weren't there. Like, we're talking oh, about really? the, uh, every- the playlist on the jukebox, and Chelsea's talking about the, uh, the hardcore music, and Meshuggah Bleed is playing, and I'm like, dude, what is this? What is this? You got Kevin Lawrence yeah. right here, Vaughn's right there, Jeff's over there, Dean, James Dean. Like, there's so many people. Jeff's yeah, Dean, everyone's uh, cat. I'm not saying I hung out with them because I didn't. Like we just happened to be in the same place, but just seeing the people just be themselves, you're like, Oh yeah, you're a real person. Yeah. You're not the pro drifter right now. Yeah, no. There's some guy at a bar. That's my favorite part. Is yeah, just, we're all just uh, we're all just people. I think you kind of forget. I don't know why. I've just never, I've never really viewed drifting that way. Because like, even like the the people that are up there, like they started from, like the base grassroots. Yeah. Right. Like even like. Yeah, uh, uh, I think people only realize that when they get into the sport. Why? Yeah, yeah. I think it's people who think like that are people are not that aren't actively doing the sport. Like maybe they're just a fan of Formula Drift, so they have like an assumption like, "Oh, these dudes are getting paid," mm-hmm. as opposed to someone who like, "Oh, let me look and see what this cost." Because if you Google what's the salary for an FD driver, it tells you a dollar amount. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, when I when I look at the uh, the pits, all I see is the uh, the work that goes into making all that happen. Even setting up the yeah. those canopies, it's a whole production. 
Like it that part's insane, like how much gets built up. Like Irwindale. We did uh I think it was like a Nistfest the weekend before Irwindale. And then to go there the next weekend and see Formula Drift and what they built, it was insane. There's so much more going on and so much work that has to go into putting that on. I don't know if that's maybe just like a a perspective from like helping out with like the hot pit stuff, but like it's like the little things like putting trash cans in all of the hot pit stalls so that people have mm-hmm. a place to throw their water bottles. If you don't do it or someone else doesn't do it, then it's not going to happen. Mm. So like, it's- wait, you guys have to set up the track too. Oh, yeah. That's not orange. No, they're like, damn. They help us with the uh, um, the K rails, like the the media box stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like Rob Rob helps with stuff. Like uh, Rob Schneider, he's super super. Rob Schneider, yeah. L King's dad. Everyone calls him uh, Robert, but yeah, he's he's a dope Wait, dude. Who's too. Robert? He's uh, about Rob, like Flavor Orange. Express Rob, or someone else? No, uh, Orange Show Rob. They have. Oh, okay, I, I don't think I've met him. He's like their like main him. guy for the track stuff. Gotcha. Uh, I remember like one dude, but I didn't. I never caught his name. It's it's uh, Rob Schneider. Probably. The, does he look like Rob Schneider? Because I feel like I would know. I would not at all. That. I'd be like, that guy looks like Rob Schneider. No, not at all. He'd be like, it's me, Jessica. Oh my god, dude, that's too much. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the hoppet party. We fucking got to see uh, T Pain and Hurt perform their uh, what is that a duet i don't want to say a duet that's their think, song together i think that's technically what that could be considered right i think it's a feature i think it's hurts hurts featured on t-pain song i don't know how that works i, I think that's just a modern uh, vocabulary workaround for duet but... <laughs> it's a it's a nicer word if it, if it it's a less feminine. Work. It's a less feminine word for duet. <laughs> I think it's just a new new term. The same thing. Yeah. Uh, Jared being there, yeah. and I've yeah. never heard that Jared's guy curse. Yeah, never hearing him curse like on FD, and then realizing how much he can. Oh yeah, when he's had a few beers. I was like, oh, shit. I met him at uh, Jeff's livery reveal at uh, Adrian's shop. And Matt Perkins was telling Jared to tell me how fucked I am for signing up to help for the year. And Jared Mm -hmm. just turned immediately. He's like, oh, yeah, you, you fucked up. I was like, oh, that's great. (laughs) <laughs> that's great uh it's crazy to like to to see that and then see how much self-control he has 
like yes. when he's on. It, like it when, gives you once that, that on air thing comes on, it it he shuts that shit off. Yeah, like dude, uh, I have like what, a whole new respect for him. Yeah, like dude, it's super respect worthy to just keep rattling mm-hmm. stuff off, mm-hmm. and like he does the best job. Like I got excited when I heard him announcing for uh, uh, Rally Cross with mm-hmm. uh, Nitro. I was like, oh, yeah. is that Jared? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's That makes this a little bit more exciting because he's just a, such a bright personality. Yeah, it, it's weird that he gets like this weird hate from all walks of life. I get it. You're not going to please everybody. But I'm like, oh, I don't understand what he's like. They're like, oh, he said something wrong. I'm like, you can't, you can't please everyone. Wrong all the time. Jesus. You can't please everyone. Yeah. No, no, you can't. I think yeah. that's my favorite part about life. There's always going to be some complaints from somewhere, right? Absolutely. Especially doing like something that's people. like subjected so heavily to public view. Yeah. And it's back on the national TV. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, he's, he was, uh, really cool. And then when we saw him in line the next day, I was yeah. like, you don't hate yourself. You don't hate yourself right now. Cause you were not looking too good. Last oh, time I can, I can hear it in his voice though. Like I could hear it when oh, I like well, been talking uh, all week. Yeah. That's, that's why I was like asking him like how that was feeling. Cause like I, I could hear the, uh, Pitch in his voice is getting heavily worked the entire week. I wonder if he does anything for that. Yeah, I wonder if he does anything to like help himself out. Like maybe something that singers do. He's he's probably got some some tricks that help him get through. Because, dude, yeah, I lost my voice after Atlanta. I was so stoked oh, when really? uh, when was Rudy won. Or... No, uh-huh. just, I was so stoked. When Rudy won, especially being in the uh, S13 coupe and being able to like go from hot pit where like I pointed at this guy and told him to go and then to go there mm-hmm. and see him go so far. Like he yeah. got up on the podium and I was just super stoked and I was just yelling, fuck yeah, Rudy, and I destroyed my uh What's you? You have a thing for S thirteens. What's going on with that? Because I know I you mentioned of, earlier that someone offered to trade. That hasn't happened yet, but no, my my buddy straight up told me uh, day before yesterday. He's like, "Yeah, you know that S thirteen shell that uh, I told you about when one of your buddies needed a shell, possibly." Mm-hmm. You can you can have it if you want it. And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, you can you can have it." Nice. Yeah, S thirteen would be dope. Mm-hmm. It'd, it'd especially be rad to to build that up into something that my son or daughter could drive. That would be the most rad. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, as a parent, uh, I kind of want Jacob. 
my son to drive the new car. Mm -hmm. He can reach the pedals now. He's 12. I think exactly. it's time. Exactly. Uh, are you going to do the... So what are your plans with the car? If, <laughs> what do you... I don't know. I, I haven't really uh, had that much time to come up with a plan. Aside mm -hmm. from I would need a front subframe or a cross member, sorry. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I I think uh, like a time attack inspired something streetable would be super rad. That'd be dope. You can do LS. Yeah, probably. I do, I do have a thing for LSs. There's just um, the biggest difference, especially if it's going to have like a manual transmission, is LSs for the most part, especially if they don't have a welded diff, it's not locked up in the rear. You just roll the clutch out and they move. Like Corvettes moving yeah. them around. You just roll the clutch out and it goes. Uh, LS swap 350Zs. Until you're turning a lot, you roll the clutch out, they just go. It's that uh, low-end torque at idle that just, yeah, would make a huge difference. Especially like a bar certified, fully street legal version. That would be super cool. Do you have a motor? No, but LSs are pretty easy to come by. Huh? LSs are yeah, pretty easy sure. to come by, though. Absolutely. We have this uh, guy that drives around the shop every now and then, and he's got like a hundred or two hundred dollar LS in this crappy trailer. Is that the one Corey bought? Corey told me a story about that recently. Yeah, he he bought one for bucks. He's basically just taking them out of cars and gonna go melt them down, it, recycle them. And it's in his... Yeah, it's in his car oh, now. Shit. I was just, yeah, he just started his car too last weekend. Yeah. Well, we were all at SEMA. Yeah, he's exactly. getting shit done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm mad at him. I got a I got a weld. A uh, couple more things on his radiator. Couple more things. Gotcha. We have to do a fillernetic, uh, kind of move some things, plug some holes. Yeah. Full, full, like, custom radiator to keep it front mount. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. He did say he was keeping it front mount, but he wanted to use AN fittings. Oh, uh, he's breaking up. Uh, he mentioned that he wanted to stick with using AN fittings. Uh, yeah. Even on a front mount, so he's going 20 AN, and the, that shit's expensive. Yeah. Just, uh, just the fittings alone, like the jump from 16 to 20, mm -hmm. it's like, whoa. Oh, that's a, that's a big, big jump in between there. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I'll, I'll try to help him out with some pricing on some stuff when he comes over this weekend. Yeah. No. So if I couldn't save him a few dollars. Now he's Did he already buy everything? Wanting to do nitrous. Yeah. He he likes building the car. Yeah. I'm guilty of the same thing, so I ain't even mad at him. 
It's it's a, uh, a pretty easy thing to fall into because it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. It is. It one hundred percent is. I hope that he goes out and drives it this year, though. Soon. Hopefully, Soon. Um, are you gonna do? The, are you gonna go to the the booty flavor or the flavor hustle, whatever? I got. I got to express the, uh, Yeah, Hustler Express. Huh? Yeah, booty, booty flavor is a good name. But um, the Hustler Express, I need to look at the uh, calendar. I've been uh, uh-huh. so focused on all these things, all these different events and whatnot. And then all through October was just a mad dash to get stuff done. All these mm-hmm. little odds and ends to help out the guys over at Society, like last minute harness bar. Oh, last minute stuff? Yeah. Uh-huh. Ton of last minute stuff. Slammed out a uh, whole like four point harness bar thing for Oscar's mm-hmm. car. That one was that one turned out super rad too. Oscar's the one I met, right? Yes. The one that was there earlier? I believe so. I mean you met uh you at least met I think and Oscar I mean, at the very minimum. I'm terrible with names. Yeah. Yeah, I'm t- I'm not good with names. I'm a dirt bag. At a um, certain point, you kind of can't remember them all. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm guilty I'm sure of having like that. the track friendships that like you guys know each other to a certain degree, but like direct names, we're both on a, like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" That was that was us. Yeah, yeah, that was that us was... just a week ago. Yeah, we like hung out the most we ever have in uh, Vegas. Yeah, good place to hang out. Yeah, lots of time to good walk. Place and to get tra- Dude, that's where you really get to know somebody. Somebody who's all trashed. Oh yeah, just talking out of their ass. Oh yeah. Uh, I hope we go again next year. Fremont. Maybe we'll plan some better. The Fremont experience in itself is wild. Yeah, something else go every time. Well, you tried getting time. me uh, uh, beaten by some girls that were barely dressed. Oh yeah, the little dominatrix yeah. circle. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, Brittany like should have done it when you had the chance. And then you guys were both trying to get me beaten. And I'm like, no. Yes. We walked by earlier, and she was like wailing uh, on that dude. Yeah. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. You know, I'm a I'm a good third wheel. Uh, I know that for a fact but i'm a better third wheel to a toxic couple because <laughs> i fucking love the instigate and too bad oh, you guys yeah. weren't toxic like you guys aren't a toxic couple i was like oh i can't even start them i can't even start a fight and go home and sleep in peace nope you can't start shit we're solid yeah she's cool man uh, we've been together for a long time that's oh, like good yeah, dude. At this point, she's a hundred percent my best friend, dude. Oh, that's awesome. I don't care how that sounds. Like, no, it doesn't sound. She's the most yeah. rad person. I love uh-huh. her. Good. Uh, I think you're supposed to feel that way about your partner. So, <laughs> but like, uh, you'd be surprised how many people are just like, oh. Like the the yeah, classic, oh, oh you, you know how it is. You're married. You you can't stay out late. No, I just she gets mad at me if I end up 
like out at like three or four a.m. freaking working on some stupid yeah. project in here when I have track work to do with Hot Pit the next day. She got mad at me this year when I did that. Oh, uh, yeah, probably because <laughs> doesn't want you to, uh, you know, fall asleep at the starting line. Yeah, uh, hour and a half of sleep isn't sufficient to be doing those things. But I Ironmaned it through. <clears throat> that was that was a crazy event. Jen, Jeff got jumped over by an off-road Ultra Four. What what event was that one? Fieldhands. Fieldhands. Huh? I think it was Fieldhands. Field oh, okay. Because I had heard about that, but I was like, uh, "What event was that?" Because I didn't see it. Yeah, you had a uh, Ultra Four car jump over. Him. Nice. Uh, I, I was trying to pitch like the idea. Day. Let's reverse it up. for twenty-four. Let's have Jeff jump over the Ultra Four ramp to ramp. Uh, mid drift. Yeah. Sideways. Yeah. I don't know. Like I used to do with my Hot Wheels. It, it sounds ridiculous. It does. It's supposed to. Uh. But. Uh, what are your plans for next year? Are you doing hot pit? Um, you doing FD? Because mm -hmm. you are heavily involved in the drift scene for somebody who doesn't drift. Well, I want to drift it again. I've been getting the the itch more and more. Okay. Here lately, been definitely feeling the vibes. Want to at least like maybe go out and. Drive one of those drift zone 350s or something. Something. For $25 a lap? Yeah. I wonder if that's worth it. I mean, it's totally. worth it for somebody who doesn't have the means and the vehicle. It's totally worth it when you don't feel like breaking your own stuff. Yeah, that's right? fair. That's the, the best argument. But... Next year, yeah, I want to. I want to continue to do all these things, like as long as they'll have me. Like it's, it's a wild ride, and I want to figure out how to make all of the things work. Yeah, how would you say you're you're handling the whole management side of it, uh, as far as like managing your time? Um. As somebody who's a business owner, a family man, um, and you still have to, you know, commit to six weeks. Well, if if you go back to FD, you know, committing to basically six weeks of your time out of the year um, uh, to do that. It feels like uh, you're on a roller coaster and you don't have any mm -hmm. of the safety harness stuff on. And you're just like clinging on to this thing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, there's another backflip. But I selfishly... And you just brace yourself for it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 100%. And then you just try to like do what the things that you know you have to do. And then mm. I selfishly want to spend as much time with my family as possible. So, like, on the weekends, I do my absolute best to be there 
Yeah. And not have to go to work. So it's a general like Monday through Friday. I consider my hours fair game after I drop the kids off at school. But I try to do my best to at least get home to see him before it's bedtime. Gotcha. So, uh, but you're still doing that. Like I take my kids to school every morning mm-hmm. tradition with them. Yeah. Got it. Got it. That's good. Okay. It's, it's just something that uh, I started doing and like, I don't want to stop doing that. Because yeah. At the very least I want to be there each day in that way. Yeah, in some way, shape, or form, and yeah. you found one. There's some people who are just like, oh, I just work all day, and my fucking wife does every other thing that needs to be done with these children or whatever I, it is, their family. My my buddy Chad, he's the hardest worker I know. And he does his best as well, but what he's limited mm-hmm. to is seeing him a little bit in the morning, just a little bit. And then, like, a video call sometime before they go to bed. But he's gotcha. got, like, yeah, that's three right. businesses running out of the same shop, doing sure, yeah. so much work for himself and everyone else with uh, not as many people as you would think. It's just, like, uh, a super demanding job, high skill level, too. Is uh, my buddy that does the uh, Harley pipes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's just like rapid production. Yeah. I assume because Harleys are a hot so, commodity. So many pipes, dude. Like forty of this part number, twenty of this one, ten of this one, blah 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 each week type stuff. And aren't you getting into production like that too? Or the yeah. goal is to at least? Yeah, that's something that I, I'm trying to work into getting fully set up. Like the mm. cars were like one of the first ideas. Like it's something that's for drifting, it's consumable. And then with Absolutely. like the, the convertible in 2020, I got to see these things crash tested a lot. Between me and Tim, bending these things, figuring out like how strong you can make them and make them do the job and not destroy the frame rails, hopefully. Like, yeah. One line is if you mess up that bad, it's all fair game. But did you a, make, I was going to ask you, did you make any for the E90 chassis? The E90? I just I need to. One. Yeah. I need to um, get the updated front plate design cut out because it's uh, really similar to uh, the one series. Oh, we is just it? changed the the tube a little bit, and then the base plates need to be a little bit bigger. Mm. Hmm. So yeah, the answer is yes. Get mine done. I got no. We've even got this uh, cool little like spike in our jack points for like the OEM chassis mm. stuff. 
What's that do? Or even like using them on like the comp stuff. They key into the Harbor Freight jacks like perfectly. And if you take okay. the pad off, there's like a little bolt right there. Or if you take it the entire cup off, there's a, another hole. And it just keys into that. So when you jack up the car, it's not going to slip out. Like, you know, when you need to pull a car sideways, you have the jacks slide off. That's always sketchy. So figured out that those things key in like that. And it's a pretty pretty interesting aesthetic as well. It's a little spike. Works super good. Uh, I, I see you make some little bitty parts for my little shitty car. Maybe, you on uh, website? I'll, I am. Maybe I'll buy some. What's What's your honest opinion of the website? Because I like learned it's actually pretty dope. All of that stuff lie. and made it all myself. With uh, looks good. What'd you use? GoDaddy, which I've been nice. told now was probably not the best, but looks fine to me. Yeah. Well. All of the websites from some of my friends that have told me that other stuff works better. Like Oh, like Shopify and shit. Dude, I don't thing. I don't wanna go through and have to recreate all of that. Like that was a lot to get the way it is. You're like, it's already working. Why are you gonna fuck it up? Yeah. Like it. Uh, at one point, I had had a, uh, uh, I don't even know how to describe this guy's job, but this guy hit me up. He's like a marketing guy of some sort. Mm-hmm. And he, like told me like a list of things that I was doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And then told me how much it would be to fix it. So naturally, I Googled what I was doing wrong. And fixed at least half of them myself. Gotcha. I mean, for fifteen hundred bucks, like, come on, I'm willing to learn some stuff. Yeah, I'm a cheap ass man. I will mm. look into something before I let somebody else do it for me. Yeah. Um, except for right now, I think I need a social media person because I don't, I don't have the like. I we've had this conversation. Yeah. I do not have. Yeah the attention span for it. Oh, you sell 350Z bash bars? Wait, that's like the the DIY spirit, dude. That's why we make like the the DIY kits. That and... You have a 350Z DIY kit? Yeah. So like, sell the parts so you can just kind of put it together so if the chassis is bent a little, the bar is straight to the car. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a really good idea. Um, I was mostly shitting on 350Z owners with bash bars and no front bumper. Mm. Or any drifter with a bash bar and no front bumper like an asshole. I don't know. I like it sometimes. I think it's, uh, uh, it's a situational I feel thing. Like, absolutely. Uh, you know, I just think the car isn't complete without a bumper and they think they should be on there. They're there for a reason. My buddy Matt that gave me this uh, super rad 
uh, canvas print up on the wall. He came in with his S13 and was his whole goal was I want a bash bar that is going to look rad and do the things but I want it to look rad even without the bumper hole. But he totally had the KBD bumper. Like, dude, it came out really, really cool. It was like little bits of the bar kind of poking out in places that just make it look aggressive just, even underneath the bumper. I'm just being a fucking hater. Yeah. Don't, don't be so Oh, I did see the... I, I finally got to see your... Uh... That little cool trick you did on Alex De Armand's car on his 350Z. Yeah. Can we talk? Can we talk about the old uh, pork and beans? The the jack point. Yeah. What about it? That thing's fucking dope. Uh, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I don't know if I took a picture of it, but if not, I'll ask Alex for one. It's uh... made a little peepee. So, Not even a little peepee. You made a fucking horse peepee as a jack point. It's a it's a dangler. Like it was a bent piece of tubing. <laughs> a dangler, yeah. It's that actually like a scrap piece of romali too. Oh shit! And I was just like, you fancy? This would be perfect. It'll be stronger for achieving this goal. Um, the balls are actually the gusset that support it, so it doesn't bend. Um, Alex the Armand's car is uh, jacked up by a horse dick I don't yeah. know if I don't remember if I brought it up on his podcast I might have I might have um, so what happened is he brought the car and he had um, had a little encounter with a wall with the back bumper mm-hmm. he and- just had another one and it was time to kind of refresh the uh, rear tube structures mm-hmm. and make it like something that's more like replaceable. Like okay. he, he bent another one. So I got to figure out that he's an idiot and I didn't write down which plates they were. I got to get the right plates for him and we'll make him another one. But he had this uh, like plasma cut wiener on the old one. Okay. And he made the solid request that the wiener must stay. And okay. picking up material for the project in the morning at the supply store, and I saw the the steel balls and didn't really think too much of it. And then I found the inch and a half ID pipe cap Mm -hmm. and it like all clicked. And I was like, Oh, maybe I could do something wild like that. Make the uh, jacking point a a dick. Bought those. Uh, Took them back to the uh, stop, stuck all the things up on a table sent him a picture and is like jack point he said yes i love it so i was like dude don't don't play with me i'm being serious i'll really i'll really weld this on your car he's like 
yeah, me too. Let's fucking go. I was like, all right, let's go. I'm not going to lie. I think I welded that thing on too early because there were still a few things that needed to happen underneath the car. And it got really awkward after. Because, like, I'm trying to weld some stuff. Yeah, it's like in your mouth or how's it it's like it's like right there and i'm like dude why did i do that you like but you went to go move your face and like brush your nose over it yeah and like you know i had to, i had to weld the back side of the balls you know like it got weird i was like regretting my decision to create did you put it in your mouth no <laughs> But I'm pretty sure if you talk to Alex, I can I can set something up for you to try. No, no, no I'm good. I'm good. I saw the car <laughs> this weekend. Uh, I'm gonna pass. You're gonna pass. Uh, yeah. Why you scared uh, of that? Uh, no, I'm not. I don't think I'm into that. You don't think you're into that? No, nope. I definitely have never been like, oh, I wonder what this would feel like in my mouth. And I, it would taste uh, like paint and steel. Uh, what if it tasted like the opposite of the stuff I do like? I would, that would not be cool. Um, I think what you're scared of is that you would like it. Maybe. You never know. You never know. I think, I think I'm going to need you to make me a firewall though. I have like everything planned out in my head for the new car. And, uh, I am shit when it comes to sheet metal. And I mean, absolute trash. When it comes sheet metal to sheet is metal. fun, dude. Huh? Sheet metal is fun. Maybe for you. I don't have the patience. Play with a little bit of cardboard. Some tape, scissors. And then you gotta do the real thing again. No. No, I don't have the patience for that. That would piss me off. Uh, that's why I never get too far. Yep, that sounds like a better idea. Um. Yeah. Uh. I still haven't even picked that car up. I'm waiting. I gotta finish RJ's wiring. Uh, Corey's supposed to come over this weekend and help yeah. me get the most of it done. Um. But I want to start on the wiring this weekend, hopefully, because I want to have it done before Thanksgiving if I can. Thanksgiving. You're running out of time. Uh, the good news about wiring is I can do it at night. Um, the next episode of this podcast is my fifth year episode. Oh my God. Um, yeah, it's going to be five years. Uh, so I'm going to do like a solo episode and kind of just, uh, talk by myself like an asshole. And yeah, I think, uh, I'll have a little bit more time because I can wire at night. It doesn't bother me. Um, it's just when I have to like cut shit or I have no you know, use any power to... Zero. Really? No. Uh, it doesn't bother me. I think uh, I've gotten better at it too. I the think RJ's car is going to come out better. The OCD kicks in, and then I know that there's like a whole like another like realm of things that need to be known, mm-hmm. and I'd just rather let professional and those are fire that's fair <laughs> that's fair uh i'm no professional 
Um, the only knowledge I do have when it comes to wiring, to be honest, is like within like my work life, which is wiring up fire alarm panels or just low voltage stuff. But wiring a car is a whole different animal I've learned. Um, I was every other car that I've done, it got done and it was not like nothing ever failed. I've never had a wiring failure. Um, but I would say it was never the prettiest. We had, it could have been much nicer in the birth. We had so many. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Uh, figuring out what did you guys like modify a stock harness yeah we like trimmed everything down uh tim took care of all of that stuff and just figuring out frankly the hard way on a lot of these things Mm -hmm. like trying to trim it all down and condense it like we don't need all of this stuff we don't have electric seats Mm -hmm. anymore you don't have cruise control, ABS, like so many systems can just go by the wayside. But if yeah. you start cutting into the wrong stuff, these cars just, they just stop working. Yeah, that's understandable. Uh, I've never cut a wiring harness out, or I'm sorry, I've never like made a stock wiring harness work. I've always just kind of made one from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been super helpful. So I've never had like a wiring issue. Um, any wiring issue I did have is like resolved during testing when I go to flyer everything on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I don't have fucking power going to this or that. You know what I mean? I verify it and I correct it. Yeah. Um, but I don't like have shorts in my shit or anything like that. So I got okay. that going for me. Um, but I think RJ's car. I planned a little bit better ahead since I know they have everything kind of installed already. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to make his wiring harness honestly completely removable from the vehicle in that's, the event that's uh, he yeah. decides to switch chassis. Like my last car in the Cadillac, I kept my wiring harness, but I had to cut it out of the car. Yeah. So you, you make RJ's like a fully modular wiring system. Yeah, so like in let's just say, you know, knock on wood that this never happens, but let's just say that car gets damaged to the point where he needs to, you know, swap to switch, a different switch chassis. Chassis, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, to a different shell. Like he'd be able to pull everything off of this and move it on to the new one. That that kind of um, foresight is like part of the like spirit to drifting in my opinion like the crazy absolutely thing we do to prep these cars uh-huh. to go hit things and be so easy to replace because like most of the stuff we try to build around that like five minute rule idea right it's that part's always amazing in my opinion the the different ways to achieve these different goals and yeah uh and it's also like just been so widely accepted like especially from like a competition standpoint but this is 100 percent a contact sport Mm -hmm. and shit's gonna happen you're gonna end up in a wall at some point when you're driving um i would say maybe not so much the grassroots guys because you guys 
the grassroots guys can. It's it's not so common, but we've got uh, Josh Mason with uh, some coilovers on his uh, bash bars, and I freaking love yeah, it. Yeah, I love the, it. Uh, I, it's it's very interesting. I'm so curious as to how it feels in in the driver's seat, though. It looks like it feels very strange because there's clearly that moment where you know that the car just hit the wall. Mm-hmm. But it works super well at like absorbing it and not bringing the nose around at the wall. I wonder what like the geometry so is on that to like get like the perfect stroke out of the shock but yeah. also the bend out of the arm like whatever like some, some of the uh, first questions making. I had for him is like how did you end up with uh, this specific setup and mm-hmm. it all basically rooted off of uh, I had these coilovers so did the math for all of this stuff Honestly, after yeah. a certain point, there's only so much you can do before it mm-hmm. fully collapsed, and now yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, including that uh, that coilover uh, rod that goes right down the center. Mm-hmm. But dude, yeah, that's Josh I, did a was... fantastic job with that car. Absolutely that car, that car that car is the reason I decided to go with the chassis. Like. Um, you were asking about like some of the the safety stuff for Hot Fit. Josh's car, as an example, is just like, dude, oh, yeah. like he's a super. So yeah, he's a really good fab guy, though. Yeah, yeah, um, and he also does. Um, he's also very uh, safety oriented. Yeah, and it's it's things like that that make my job doing that really really easy because I can just, yep, mm-hmm. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Exactly. All these things are in line. All these things are in spec. All the stuff's legit. That's like the majority of our our field. There, we hardly ever have that yeah. kind of issues. Some of the worst things are like showing up with a, a cracked window. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, I did the drift demo with the biggest cracked windshield you'd ever seen. Like it went from the driver's side down all the way across over to the passenger side. Yeah. The the bottom line is we want it to be safe and we want you to drive. Mm-hmm. Like by runs suck. Don't worry. You weren't. Yeah. Don't worry. You weren't there that day. Oh yeah. It was I the devil thing. And I would have, I would have given you shit regardless, just cause. Hey, I got away with it. I'll take it. Uh, I really like that track, though. I want to drive it again. Uh, I'm hoping I get to drive it next year, but I'm not jumping through hoops to get there. Oh, I think the the tracks that we have here in uh, SoCal are just a blessing. Yeah. You know, I I heard that we used to get to drive uh, California Speedway, but I heard that's gone now, right? Yeah, they're tearing it down. I think. <gasps> no. Like I saw what a picture the other day of uh, the banking, like the asphalt on the bank being torn up. 
in the third. Yeah. History gone. Well, I mean, look at uh, Marino Valley. Yeah, the Riverside, what, what Valley? Uh, uh, Riverside International Speedway. It's like where the mall the is. There's like still sections of the streets in Marino Valley that were the raceway. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's like the, the track that uh, I think Ken Miles died there. Kenny, what? the Ford guy? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like, now I'm going to fucking be on a rabbit hole later and trying to Google all this shit. Dude, it's, it's actually really rad. My dad used to go to uh, off-road races there constantly. He's got these just boxes of photos. Uh-huh. Of, like, Walker Evans, Robbie Gordon, like, so many of the off-road legends. So rad nice. seeing all those pictures. Uh, you're, you grew up around cars? For the yeah. Part? Yeah. Nice. Like, it was kind of an easy trajectory. Like, my grandpa raced uh, stock cars. Mm-hmm. Um, family was always going out to, like, the river or Glamis. And mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then uh, I had a extremely close, like, family friend thing going on at our, like, my childhood home. Where, like, me and uh, my friend had, like, auxiliary parents. We could get our asses beat at either house, you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like an uncle that built these off-road vehicles for mm-hmm. all these legendary dudes and just seeing what he was doing as a child. And then all of the lifestyle stuff was just like, yeah, that's an option. I can, I can build cars for a living. And then like, obviously when we were younger, uh, monster garage was heavy. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember that. Like stuff like that. Uh, the power hour, uh, what was it, mm-hmm. Saturday mornings? What was that? What was that Sunday? I don't remember anymore. It's been long enough. It wasn't the power hour. I know what you're talking the, about. Like trucks and the off-road. Extreme 4x4. Yeah, extreme 4x4. Yeah, like That's all weird. of that. Like, I just ate all of that up as a kid. Power block. Yeah, power. Was it called Power Block? I yeah, so. it was called the Power Block. Overhauling. Yeah. yeah, that's what I used to watch too. That was my shit growing up. Even Pimp My, my Ride, friends dude. Were... Huh? Even Pimp My Ride, dude. I did watch Pimp My Ride, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was always curious as to what they... Sometimes you'd see some cool stuff on there and then... They turned the Crown time... Vic into a, a skate park? I don't remember oh, that one. Dude. I have to see it. I have to go back and watch it. They did some, every single episode. Some weird shit to like a Crown Vic that was a cop car. Oh shit, really? They made like the back bumper a skate rail and stuff. I always remember like the stories being the funniest part. Like it was always the fucking saddest story you ever heard to get on Pit My Ride. It's because they were it like, was like it all up, dude. It was like they fucking shot my dog and my mom got her fucking foot cut off. And my dad got his liver taken away. Like it was it's always so some drive, fucking wild story. So I drive this busted ass Caprice. Yeah. 
And uh, I listen to the music in the car next to me. That's the only way the radio works. Yeah. But that's funny. So let's put like a 30 speaker system in it for you, dude. Yeah, and a fucking plasma yeah. television when they were new. Let's just do some off the wall shit. I'm with yeah. it, dude. I love it. <laughs> that's funny. I'm like the, think... the biggest instigator for like any type of build. Like, Anything that's unnecessary? Yeah, like just an automotive extremist. Like whatever it is, like I just love the modifying of it. Like, yeah, change it. Absolutely. Don't like it, change it. <laughs> Do something. Like make it yours. Absolutely. Uh, that's what I encourage too. Uh, I feel like, speaking of making it yours, every, ooh, this is going to be not my problem. Um, a lot of people in the drift community just have the same style car. I don't mean to be a hater, but you, a lot of people do. There, there um, is there is definitely a trend in uh, drifting where people will do the same thing someone else has done, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of that just comes from how oh, you know it's going to work to a certain degree. There's someone to ask, right? I'm not talking about like suspension wise. I'm talking about more like the style um, aspect yeah. of drifting. Yeah. That's even like, even oh you're you're I'm talking across looks like everyone else's yeah, yeah. even it even uh, for a second there the liveries got uh, kind of repetitive mm-hmm. and like I'm super stoked on uh, like guys like uh, Daniel Albrecht he's got like one mm-hmm. of my favorite liveries on his car it's just like classic racing inspired. Mm-hmm. But it's simple and it's just super striking. Like uh, I'd have to see it. It's uh, car this. it's a very very cool looking E thirty six, dude. I want to see it now. It's the the one with the orange across the bottom. It's got like a cheetah print and stuff. Like I'm describing it terribly, but or is it a silver car? It's white. Um, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. It's like white. Is he a SoCal guy? Like some... Huh? Is he a SoCal guy? Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Daniel Albrecht. Daniel Albrecht Racing. Dude, Daniel's a shit too. I honestly love all of the guys at Pop Pit. It's oh yeah, that's exactly the, the car I was thinking of. Oh, I don't know. It's silver. Oh, it is white. It's white in the front. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking of the back where it's silver. Yeah. But it's got like a cheetah print in it, too. It does? Where? Yeah. I want to see it. I'm looking at his IG. There's, right there's like uh, little little details that like really kind of like got a lot of flair. Like it's a super, super cool looking car. Oh, I see the cheetah print. Okay. On the C pillars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're like all uh, holographic looking. Yeah, he doesn't do a uh, hop it? He has. I'm hoping that gotcha. uh, he can come back. Um, He was doing a whole bunch of uh, busy business stuff. A bunch of life goal stuff from what I gather. 
which is super rad. Yeah. It's uh trying to pay for this is not easy, so you do have to be somewhat successful. Dude, honestly, Either... every time it comes up, I always make my vote like if the question is between like serious life stuff or stuff for a drift car, like the drift car. Like handle your life first. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I make but we decisions. we all we all need our, our outlets as well. My son loves my son loves ramen. I just got lucky on that. He loves it. Yeah. He loves ramen for dinner, you know, four nights out of the week. But no, uh, I'm terrible with it. I'll, eventually, I'll grow no, up. Uh, not like not this year, not this year, but uh, maybe next year. I got. I'm I'm working on building this place, so no, no race car. That's like what I'm doing instead of building the race car. Uh that's fair. Uh but it gets you more money out of. Uh, so maybe you that's, can build a race. You can just buy one next time. That's that's the idea. How how rad would it be to just like buy a Eurofighter? Those cars are dope. That would be rad, but uh, I'm starting to wonder why more people aren't in the E90 chassis um, or the, the F chassis. I think the biggest hang-up is just uh, the rear suspension stuff, not understanding how to get what you want. Yeah, I think that seems to be the issue as well. But I'm sure you talked to Josh about how he sat down and figured out how to get everything he's wanting out of it. Absolutely. But, but now that he's Chris got Thomas. a good grip on it, he loves that car. Oh, oh, Mason. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think it's a car that he already liked in general. Oh yeah. That's a, that's another car that I really love the, uh, the livery on, on Mason's car. Yeah. This is super simple. I like it. I like that it's not loud. Yeah, that's. It doesn't look like every other J style car out there. Yeah, exactly. It's less is more, and it really, really is a good looking car. Yeah, even uh, the guy Daniel's car. Yeah. Um, his his car looks good. Yeah. Um, cause it doesn't have the same livery style that everybody else has. I mean, I know it's, it's subjective. It's very different. Like it. And like the less is yeah. more, it's just like there's a lot of, pe- of colors yeah. and shades. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are like super, almost kind of anal about it to where like, oh, it should be like this. It should look somewhat traditional to, you know, the Japanese drifting culture. And I'm like, I not to be rude, but like I'm not a product so about of the Japanese drifting community, huh? I don't care so much about stuff like that. Like I just like it yeah. to to speak with the body, you know? Like mm-hmm. it needs to flow right and either it looks good or it don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like a good color palette. Um I tend to lean towards like a, a really basic design like when they get mm-hmm. too busy i'm i feel like it takes away from the shape of the car 
Yeah. And that's the part that I like the most is like the shape of the car. Like uh, right now, one of my favorite cars, just the way it looks, is like a perfect example that uh, M4 that uh, TJ did, the GT. I don't think I've like seen it. Full, full blown road racing. Like, I love that stuff. And I like I seeing it. You know? No, I don't follow as many influencers as I should, probably. TJ's in dope, dude. Had some really, really yeah. rad conversations. Uh, especially yeah, when we were yeah, talking about like, the, the Supra when he brought it to Hot Pit. That car was super rad. Did he drive in that? Remember, I'd have to see it. Uh, I know that. What's that other dude with the Supra that was there? Uh, Holovnia? Uh, Pablo. Jumping up. Right? The, uh, the A90? The blue yeah. and yellow, all the HGK carbon Kevlar. Yeah. Yeah. He had a he had a pretty nice car. Yeah, that <laughs> car is super it. rad. That car is something else. The yeah, way we'll it sounds is very year. different too. It does sound good. Maybe we'll see it in FD next year. His uh, guy Victor was telling me that. Uh, the biggest change that they're probably going to make is like the, the electronic throttle bodies. The fact that they have two of them was causing some weird stuff. So probably make some mechanical versions. Something like I've that. heard people have problems with uh, drive-by wire and I've never had an issue. I, I'm I a firm believer it. in uh, the cable. Mainly because just... it's either going to work or it doesn't. Is it broken? Do you need a new throttle cable? Oh, or is, oh, that's or is the TPS uh, messing with you? Just less things yeah, to go Yeah, I guess. I, that's fair. Uh, I've just never had a problem with it, like, in any of my cars. Well, that's that's kind of a lie. Um I don't, mine doesn't clip correctly, so I have, like, had my car shut down on me before. Uh, there's There's been that one problem. Well, I mean, but outside of that, I've never had a, but that's the same thing, like, your fucking cable can break. You know 60% I mean? of the time, it works all the time. Yeah, that I've only had that problem once, so it was never, it's never been enough of an issue. But then again, I don't get as much seat time as, like, I don't know, even an FD com- competitor at, you know, whoever finished 32nd. Yeah. They probably get more seat time than I do. Yeah. Um, so I get it. But Well, there's, there's uh, a I'm, pretty healthy amount of practice that goes into each round, too. In FD? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. But uh, with that, I... I'm going to end it here. It is 1030 and mm-hmm. I got to get to bed because some of us have to be up at five in the morning. Um, I'm right there with you. The, uh, yeah. the kids are off this week, so I'll probably get up extra early and head in. There you go, man. Uh, 
thank you for coming on. How can people find you if they want to give you a follow or stalk you? Uh, Race Club Fabrication. Uh, just that on Instagram or uh, website, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty pretty easy to reach. We're always here. Nice. Okay. And then you guys do uh, what? Since I know you guys make like ready to go bash bars, what chassis do you make the bash bars for? E thirty six, E forty six, three fifty Z, G thirty five, three seventy Z. I have uh, certain fixings for uh, S chassis and uh, FRS. Oh, and E eighty two and E ninety. So all of the popular chassis. Try, trying to cover the bases. Good. Right. Awesome, man. Well, best yeah. of luck. Uh, you and I will chit chat soon. I'm pretty sure we'll see each other. Absolutely. I gotta, gotta get you down here sometime. I know it's a. Oh, bit I'll of a get trouble. over there. It's not down the street. That's for sure. No, but, it's, right, man. it's Thank down you for coming on Orange Show. There no, you go. Oh, I love those. All right, man. Thank you for coming on. You have a good night. Thanks for having me on, dude. Have a good one. Yep. You too. Later.